The best part of waking up is doom scrolling ketchup. Four-year-old niece asked if I was also a grandpa. Running late. We'll finish yogurt and shower. In other news I just fell trying to get onto the elliptical. Two hours into this road trip and my husband is doing bad Seinfeld impressions. Is this hell? Welcome to Tweet Victory with hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I'm going to set the timer for five minutes. Uh, let's jump right into the tweet of the week. And this is a tweet that had uh, a lot of love. Last week's tweet had 14 likes. This week's has 10 likes already. Double digits. Yeah, so that's... Uh, that's kind of great. I'm thrilled. Yeah. So this one is a uh, it's it's visual. Um, so I'll read the tweet and then if you want to describe um, as best you can what the image is. So it says uh, the tweet says winter walks with ghostly animals and we have a photo. Yes. So the photo is of um, my shoes in the snow the, from the snow yesterday. There was a snowstorm here in Minnesota, and then there were fresh prints on the on the sidewalk, and it was like going in kind of different directions, but it was all from one set of print, like one animal, and I couldn't ID it. Like mm, the paw size looks maybe like a squirrel, but it oh, looks there, it's, it's it's too big. They got big feet, don't they? I don't know. Maybe not. But they, it looks like they were bounding because there's not like any trail of the snow behind the print. It's just like perfectly placed. Yeah. Um, well, because it is fresh, like immaculate snow. Yeah. yeah. It, so it looked like, uh, or, or maybe like a wouldn't, rabbit, but. Wouldn't you think a squirrel would have, you'd see the tail hit the ground? Though? Oh, yeah. That's true. Although maybe with the snow, it would keep the tail up. Right. Yeah. And. And I thought maybe a rabbit, but the back feet aren't. Yeah, it aren't doesn't. Big it enough. doesn't look like rabbit. So I have no idea. Yeah. Like I truly don't know what it is. So first point: if you are somebody who is a, <laughs> a tracker and can look at this photo and figure it out, please let us know. Yes, it's probably something very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked. I liked the idea of like there was no one out outside during that walk. So I had. I was listening to N.K. Jemison's. Um, the city we became and walking through the storm and it was just me and like these like ghostly tracks of some animal that was like out there with me somewhere i couldn't find it i kind of liked that it was like one of the most still calm moments i've had in a long time it was great so what 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 excited me about this is that um usually we we come into these tweets and don't know what we want to talk about but you actually said oh i have something i want to i want to ask i wanted to know so um ghostly animal guides don't Mm -hmm. need to worry about the ghostly part but i was curious i like the ghostly part though actually i'm okay <laughs> like a with spirit, that like yeah. a spirit guide yeah. but an animal um what do you think your spirit guide your animal guide would be if you had one and what do you think mine would be because i have some for you and i was thinking about this last night as i went to bed because i was like this is the first time i've ever planned a tweet victory <laughs> and <laughs> i was like it's you can kind of approach it two different ways. It's either something that complements you, something that maybe you could grow in and like it would guide you to do something in a way that maybe you wouldn't have done mm-hmm. or it's it is like embodying you. Right, right. And which is interesting because I have two types of friends and I have friends who are either very much like me or friends who are my opposite. Exactly. You know, like I have my extrovert friends, things like that. Yes. Right? E- either reflect or like challenge you maybe mm-hmm. or like or cause you to grow. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, I was curious if you had an animal guide for, in mind. For me or for you? Either one. Um, for me, I would say, um, if I'm thinking of the compliment one. Right. Um, I actually, I, and I'm going to bring up a, a friend of the show, uh, <laughs> our most frequent guest, um, which is one of my good friends, Chris Moore. One of our good friends, Chris Moore. At Dr. Chris Moore. Yes. He is, um, he is one of my friends who's very different than me personality-wise. He's very extroverted. He gets all kinds of energy from people. He gets, like, I'm, I, he gets very excited about things. And, like, uh, and I mean... Whenever we're going to compare someone to an animal, we mean this in the most positive way. Yes. It's like like Chris Moore is like a golden retriever. It's just like it's like I he, absolutely agree. Right? And and like so so to me I think like that would be the kind of spirit guide that I would want would be this would be somebody who would bring me into situations I wouldn't go into myself who would be yeah. also excited to see me. That's one of the things that 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 I love about Chris Moore is every time I I go to his office. He's never, I've never in my life encountered him not excited to see me. Like genuine joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really infectious. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I could totally see that. Just uh, like, like play around, have fun, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like play with life. Mm -hmm. That's totally right. Yeah. So that would be your compliment. That would be like the spirit guide that you would want next to you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you, do you have any that you think reflect you? That's harder because I don't think we like to describe (laughs) mirrors of ourselves. Okay. I have one for you then. Okay. Okay. So I think, hold on. I think that you are a rabbit. Interesting. (laughs) I feel like you wouldn't have chosen for yourself, but here's why. Have you ever heard that it's an East Asian legend about the moon rabbit? No. Can I tell you? Please do. Story time. Okay. So... Uh, this is from, I think it, it started in China, but it's there's different versions throughout East Asia. And my, there's also Annie version, which is, I forgot part of the story, but right. the, I know all the key elements. So Annie's version of the moon rabbit. The creator of the world, way back before really any kind of written history, saw what he created on Earth and said, it's really good. And he said, I love the waterfalls I made, the 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 deserts I created. And he said, I really want to go and experience it for myself, uh, walk among my creation. So he goes down to earth and he conceals himself as an old, frail man. And he walks through the forest, but he realizes, like, now that I've made myself human, I also, like, have the needs of a human and I am hungry. I've been traveling all day looking at the beauty. And he stumbles upon a uh, campfire out in the forest. And there's three beings at the fire. There is a monkey a fox and a rabbit. And he says, I'm so, so hungry. You guys know the forest better than me. I'm just a traveler passing through. Can you help me find some food? And so the fox says, yes, yes, I'm the fastest in the forest. Let me go find some food for you. So he runs off and he comes back with like nuts and berries. And the old man says, okay, well, that's great, but that's not going to sustain me. So the monkey says, well, I'm the smartest in the forest. Let me go find you food. So he climbs some trees and he gets like a banana and some oranges, whatever, (laughs) whatever's in this forest. And he brings it back. And that's not enough to sustain him. Side note, I'm a vegan. It is enough to sustain you. But, you know, whatever. Um, The old man says, "Okay, well, I'm still really hungry. I I feel like I'm not going to make it. And he looks to the rabbit and he says, rabbit. Why don't you, can can you offer me anything? And the rabbit says, well, you know, I'm not the fastest in the forest. I'm not the smartest in the forest, but I care. 
And he says, I'll give it a shot. So he goes off and he searches the forest, but he can't find anything. And it's been hours so long that the old man gives up and he says, I'm just going to waste away. But finally, the rabbit emerges from the forest and he's empty handed. And he said, the only thing I have to offer is myself. So he throws himself into the flames of the fire. And at that, the monkey and the fox watch their friend and shriek. But the flames don't actually do anything, and the rabbit's fine. And it's because the old man revealed himself as being the creator god and said, you are not the fastest, you are not the smartest, but you are the kindest. And so he takes the rabbit with him, and then he goes up to the moon, and the rabbit gets to live forever on the moon and make rice cakes. Cool ending, right? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on which, uh, like, which story you're told. Sometimes it's rice, rice cakes, but he gets to go up and do the things he loves, which is be kind and create things for people for all time. That's wow, you. That's touching. That, right? That's, that's, that's like really actually, touching. I feel like that's actually you. Okay. Um, who do you think I am? <laughs> well, I, I feel bad because I don't have like a, I don't have like a parable or a myth, but, but, and I also feel bad because I feel like the answer for you is so on the nose. I I honestly can't think of when I tell you it's on the nose. What is the obvious thing? I was I was thinking about myself and I was like a cockroach. Like you stomp on me, but I still live. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I would say the animal that I pick is a survivor, but hmm. not in that way because it's an animal that has nine lives. Oh, a cat! Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Because in, oh my god, that's again, like the best again, one. Again, animal comparisons like these are set in love, but like like cats can be very particular yeah they can be neurotic at times but they can also be loving at times yeah you know like like and i'm also like like i'm i'm when i do this i try to picture the person as the animal Ah, yeah yeah um so like so that that's actually what i sort of what i picture and then i'm trying to think like what your um uh compliment would be and i'm and where i'm struggling with i'm trying to figure out what mike is (laughs) i feel like mike's also cat-like right it could be but um i don't for me for compliment i do you know what a grebe is it's a bird right right yeah it's a diving bird yeah 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 i think i'm a grebe well mike loves birds right exactly and Actually, a grebe is great for him because uh, – so there's this one grebe that I think about a lot. <laughs> like, I don't think people think about grebes very much. <laughs> I love the sentence, there's this one grebe I think about a lot. That's our episode title. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a little grebe. And when I lived in Seoul, there's like – the Cheonggaechan is this stream that goes through the city and there's like walking paths on either side. And Mike and I would go walk along it. It's like heavily trafficked. And sometimes you see like cranes and egrets and they're these like tall, beautiful, sleek – white birds and then there's like the little grebe and grebes are like darker color and they're small like duck size and they're just diving birds and so like one day we walked along and we saw these these cranes that were trying to fish but they were not successful and we were so focused on like the beauty of them i was like taking pictures with my little touristy camera um like loving the cranes or egrets whatever they were downstream there's a little diving bird the grebe that catches something and so everyone then looks at the grebe and is like oh my gosh like he's hunting too and the crane looks and the crane goes and attacks the grebe and like steals the fish from it and the whole time mike and i are literally we are transfixed and it's like the grebe was like the underdog of the chungae chun 
you know? Mm -hmm. Like this, no one notices, right? But like silently doing the work Mm -hmm. and like doing it well. And then you finally do notice and like people get jealous because like how good the grebe was. Yeah. But the grebe like didn't even leave the the river. It just like went further down and like just kept doing the work. I love that. Like, because I'm someone where it's like if somebody stomps on me or like says something about me that I like fixate on it. But this little grebe was like, uh, just like. Yeah. It slides off and I'm just going to keep doing the work even if people don't notice me, which I think actually is Mike Vangstad. Yeah, I think that's perfect. So right? we, we, now I just want to get somebody, uh, maybe somebody who who's like, a, like I, I want like a cartoony picture of a grebe and a cat. Yes. No, <laughs> that's so good. Uh, Mike and I were saying we should make like a little kids book series called The Little Grebe. It's so cute, right? Yeah, but let his friend be a cat. You could illustrate it. Somebody could illustrate it. <laughs> you could, you're an artist? <laughs> I don't know that I could pull that off, but yeah, I'd have to look up what a grebe looks like. <laughs> I just knew it was a bird. Yeah, they're, they're, they're average. All right. But cute. <laughs> well, Annie, this is not the typical Tweet Victory no, episode. I, I feel, feel like we... this is like a feel-good episode. And if you look at our past titles, there are things <laughs> like the line that keeps us from being the monsters that we are in our the four horsemen of our personal apocalypse. So oh, like, that was a good one. Something has happened and we're like super positive right now. And what I, is this? I don't know, but we should we should chase this because it's kind of great. I like it too. It's very affirming. You um, know what? Listeners probably hate it. <laughs> that's true. I think we've just been patting ourselves on the back a little yeah, bit. But yeah. you know, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll be dark next week again. Oh, yeah. We'll be hopefully funny next oh, week Oh, this again. is rare yeah. <laughs> that we are positive. <laughs> <laughs> Just let us have this one episode. That's right. Why do they want to take this away from us? How dare they? I don't know. Is this ever going to air? <sighs> well, Annie, that is all the time that we have for this week. Uh, if you can hear my voice, you should be following at Annie underscore Berglund at Twitter.com. Mm. You should be subscribed to the Channel 3900 Podcast Network. There's so much good stuff. Great EST. I mean, there's stuff happening in the world of politics, and EST is there to break it down, to talk about it, and they take their time. Nice, long uh, chewy. I was going to say meaty episodes, but you wouldn't appreciate that. Chewy episodes with lots of good stuff. Um, uh, video store. Uh, we have our Rashomon episode coming out uh, this weekend. That was a really fun conversation. If it's a movie you haven't seen, you should just go go watch the movie, listen to the episode. It's great. We have other really good stuff coming up. Uh, January is always this weird moment because Bethel is uh, is on interim. So some of our podcasters are off campus. So we, we don't always put out as many episodes. But I know that there's a bookish at Bethel coming soon. Mm. Um, and once we hit February, we'll have our, our full, uh, full group of podcasters and lots of good stuff coming out. So follow the network. Um, follow it at Annie underscore Berglund at twitter.com. And we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory. Hug your cats. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio. 